Well, it's certainly not every day that you get a Food Network star that says that their go-to snack of choice is something that is made right here in Metro Detroit. That is McClure's Pickles. It is Chad and Christy. Welcome to another episode of our Dishing in the D podcast, where we dish on things to do with the family, on music and food. So today we are going to be talking about McClure's Pickles. Bob McClure is uh, going to be with us. Before we um, get into uh, asking you some specific questions, Bob, including which Food Network star it was that raved about McClure's Pickles, we want to start with a little brief story of how we were introduced to McClure's Pickles. We recently bought a house, had some friends who live over in Fraser bring us what we thought was the coolest housewarming gift. It was a basket filled with Nothing but items that were made here in Michigan, or for most of them, made in Metro Detroit. Um, there was Sanders chocolate in there. Um, Fago, better yes. made chips. I think there was some Verner's ginger ale and a big gigantic jar of McClure's pickles because we are so proud of the fact that they are made right here in Metro Detroit. So let's go ahead and start with kind of give us a quick little backstory like, where did that first jar of pickles get made? Where is the factory now? How many pickles a week do you make? Yeah, so it's part of, we, we were in Troy before in a very small, maybe 3,500 square foot facility. And I was out in New York in a small Brooklyn, uh, New York um, R&D space. We wanted to really focus on revitalizing Detroit, bringing jobs back to the community here and, you know, um, firmly rooting our business in what it means to be a Detroiter, be a Detroit company, mm-hmm. make things from Detroit and and connect to not only Detroiters, but the people of the world and say, we're from Detroit and, and we mean business. Mm-hmm. And, we're, and we're proud. Yeah, absolutely. We would keep keep buying and buying and buying until we had to get more and finally work directly with farmers for contracts. And now we're going through about 40,000 pounds a week, which sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not too big. But, you know, for us, it's a sizable amount of cucumbers that we're going through. All right. So now let's talk about what we teased at the very beginning. And that is getting a very cool endorsement from a Food Network star who said that a McClure's Pickles is his go-to snack. And that person is Ted Allen, who is the host of the TV show Chopped. It's a show that we love watching as a family. Uh, been able to uh, interview Ted, introduce him to both of our kids. He's a really super cool guy. So how did that story come about or how did you find out about it? So, we, uh, you know, he's so authentic, so passionate about the, f- the food that he, he brings on his show. So it was a real honor to have that, you know, be, be our product mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, in Brooklyn, there was a flea market and that's really how we started selling these products, going to flea markets and, you know, being in front of consumers. And we were out in Brooklyn and he lived right by this flea market and said, I've got to do an episode on this. Can I come to your factory? And I said, you've got to come to Detroit because that's where the heart and soul of this company is. It's where my family's at. Let's go back. Let's shoot there. And let's shoot also here so we can see how it gets to the consumers and how we're telling that story. So he said, absolutely. We're on board. Let's do it. They shot in both locations um, and really they brought the story to life at that point. That's awesome. And now the story continues. We we actually talked about this on our show a week or two ago when you guys made the partnership to start canning the pre-mixed Bloody Mary cocktails. So tell me then the story behind this and how this came about as your next venture. Yeah, so if you thought launching one product at a time was, was <laughs> challenging, we're launching two products right, right now. Um, this first one is a ready-to-drink Bloody Mary mix in a can. It's our... Our Bloody Mary mix uh, mixed with with Pigeon Hill Brewing's vodka um, out on the west side of the state. So they're very well known out there. We're well known out here. Mm -hmm. We wanted to have a collaboration that brought the whole state together. Um, And every time we've tried to come up with some kind of adult beverage and our our mix, 
our mix is very fresh. So it's got a lot of you know like fresh garlic and fresh chopped dill in it, and that's always been challenging for brewers and distillers to say, hey, we can't pump this through our lines. It has to be dry, 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 dry. Mm-hmm. And we said that's just not us. Right. We want people to taste what's in the in the product. And Pigeon Hill said, hey, we 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 can do this. We just need some machinery to make it happen. We said, okay, let's let's get it together. Let's make it happen. We got the flavor profile exactly where we wanted. We got the right mix of the the spirit. Um, so we went a little higher, we went a little lower, and then we found this one right in the middle, you know, where it was just a nice smooth taste. We wanted the consumer to have something that's a portable package, easy to drink, um, ready and available for for picnics, tailgating, um, picnics. Uh, or I said picnics earlier, but um, uh, brunches, tailgating, picnics, you know, baseball games, airplanes. Air, 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 hey, you're giving me some marketing ideas here. That seems idea. to be like the, every time we fly, it's like the person next to me. I'll have a Bloody Mary, and mm-hmm. I'm, so to me, it's like become like the drink of of airplanes. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, it's been a. I think we're. You know, it's a, it's a new category for us, right? We're not used to the the liquor and the adult beverage uh, aisle. We're used to the the pickle aisle, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be another interesting learning curve for us, and hopefully we learn from like Pigeon Hill and the folks who have done it before, what are the best practices so that we can grow and have a new place for consumers to enjoy our products. And one of the great things too, I mean, you you mentioned Eastern Market, but this past weekend we went over to the Royal Oak Farmers Market because uh, Christy and our daughter for Mother's Day wanted to put some succulents together, like in the little pots. I'm like, you know, we, we have a lot of those little, mar- well, Eastern Market's not little, but we have a lot of those things that really make Metro Detroit what it is. And and the restaurants too. I mean, this has become a foodie town. We we talked to Jenna Derrick over at Mesa in Royal Oak a couple of weeks ago, right before Cinco de Mayo, all about, you know, what makes the perfect margarita and, and authentic Mexican food and everything. So we do have those things that I'm sure you missed when you went off to New York City. What did you miss the most or what sort of Detroiter thing is like your it thing for you? So for for me, I missed the um, the the downtown community. Um, there's so much like grit, perseverance, um, and desire to 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 work extremely hard here in Metro Detroit, right? And in New York, you get the same thing, um, but it is a community of folks from all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. And in a city of eight million people, you can feel. Like you're alone at times, right? right? And sometimes you want to be because you're just going down and you're seeing faces run by you on the street. Um, here in Detroit, you are like you are embedded in in helping your community, right? And that to me was something that I I missed doing. And coming back here with with my family and moving back here six and a half years ago is a main part of being connected to the people around you. Um, that not only are are you know team members at McClure's, but the greater community of, you know, Eastern Market and the people living there and helping, you know, put forth and pay it, pay it forward to everybody mm-hmm. here. Did you ever go get like a New York pizza though and go, wow, yeah, this is okay. But you know, the pizza we have back in Detroit, or well, did you go to Coney <clears throat> Island and say the same thing? Oh, you want a real Coney? Let me take you just to. Oh you yeah. Know. You would see, you would see stuff in New York that was, you know, a direct copy transplant from Detroit. You know, they'd uh-huh. try to copy a Coney dog and I'd be like, Oh, you haven't had like a deep dish pizza like you've had in Detroit. Like, come, mm-hmm. come here and have some. Um, so, I, yeah, when I come back here, it's you know, there's there's not much more comparison of uh, of of what life used to be in New York. It's like this is this is pure Detroit. This is what we get. This is great. So now, on top of the new Bloody Mary mix, 
you also are debuting some little snackers, yeah. which I'm really excited about because our daughter is a pickle kid and we struggle with packing pickles for her lunch to go to school. And this is like the big, a big cure for that. Yeah. So this, this is your, these are um, little pickle snack packs. They're 2.2 ounces so they can go on a plane. You can take them, you know, to a, to an outdoor event. You can pack them in lunch, lunch packs. Um, <clears throat> they relatively have little brine in them, so it's not going to be a huge mess if you got a kid in the back car seat and open them up. They're not going to spill them all over me and say, hey, I've got a mess here. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why does but, the car smell like vinegar, honey? <laughs> yeah, well, I've spilled a bunch of pickles. Um, and, they're, and they're like snack size. You know, you get these big pickles in a jar. They're too big to eat. You have a couple bites of them, and then you toss it out. Um, so these are like little portable like what they call cornichon style mm-hmm. pickles, a very right. small style, in our formula. So we've changed the formula just a tiny bit to make it more approachable for a younger audience. Um, the price point is really um, attractive to consumers. You know, our jars are fairly fairly large, um, and they're they're not the lowest price on the market. But this this pickle pack can sit at a very attractive price point to get people into our brand, try it. Kids can uh, enjoy it, and then they'll be the future consumers of, mm-hmm. of McClure's. Right, and those also will be absolutely adorable on, a, you know, a, I'm losing the word right now, the trays that we make at home. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Charcuterie? Charcuterie yeah. board. You bet. You bet. So, and I, my dad, when I was little, my dad and mom, I was ahead of the trends. They used to take these little pickles that you're talking about and they would slice them up. Uh, we do the sweet ones and put them on a peanut butter sandwich. So I was the only kid in second grade with peanut butter pickle sandwiches. <laughs> and if you haven't tried it, you got to try it. So did you, because I, I know you have kids and, and so do we. So we run ideas by them all the time. We try to stay, you know, hip and cool and be those parents with our kids. Did you like run these ideas by your kids or oh, was this actually their idea? Uh, th- well, this was, a, they were, they were like the ground the patient zero for trying, <laughs> for trying out these, these pickles here, you know, cause we had, we had to go through multiple iterations of the formula to see if it was just right, too hot, not mm-hmm. hot enough, you know, too garlicky, too much dill. Um, they're like, yeah, this is good. This is really good. Cause some of our, you know, products, like not everybody enjoys them and our kids are someone who's like, I like this and we're like, okay, how can we? make because I know if they like it they're pretty picky eaters so if they like it then we may have a product that at least I can I can give, give it to my kids if they're if they're not right. going to sell too well so, so you, now it looks like there are a, a few different flavors yeah. yes you're holding the dill yeah I got a spicy one which isn't too spicy and then we've got a little sweet and spicy one um, so again we've we've okay. taken the, the flavors um, and they're not as spicy as our large jars because um, we wanted a younger audience to be able to try them and say okay I, I kind of like new flavors and, and more exotic flavors. Cause if, once you get into our bigger jars, they get, they're, they're no joke hot, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, the dill I think is probably the most approachable flavor profile that we have. So the big question now, if we've made everybody hungry or thirsty is where is the drink sold? Where are the new snack packs sold? So I'll start with the snack packs. Cause that's the easiest. That's, you know, in line with our, our current pickle category, these are going to be sold at grocery stores that you can find McClure's at, like, you know, Bushes, Westbourne, Nino Savaggio's, Papa Joe's. Um, these will probably either be in the pickle aisle next to our, our products. Okay. Or they will be on the prepared foods bar, you know, where for lunches and you're getting food. Oh, hey, okay. instead of a bag of chips, let me grab some pickles. They're gluten-free. They're they're Perfect. keto-friendly. They're low, you know, um, what, just, they're 10 calories and zero fat. So pretty easy and, and healthier for you. Mm-hmm. And the RTD, because that is 
an adult beverage product that's only going to be sold in stores, at least here in Michigan, that that can carry adult beverage products. So not every store can carry sure, sure. you know liquor liquor based products. So we're working on the distribution with that. That'll be here in the metro Detroit area first in retail and on premise on premises like restaurants and stuff like that. So I'm guessing that eventually once that completely rolls out in stores, most likely on your website or social media, people will be able to go on and find out where they're sold. You bet. Yeah. And you can always, you know, you know, direct message us, say, hey, where can I find this? And we can let you know as well. And so the website? McClure's.com. M-C-C-L-U-R-E-S.com. Easy enough. And how about all your socials? Same thing? Same thing. Yep. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Um, Is there any more that I'm missing? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how Snapchat would work with that. So I think you're probably good. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you for again for coming in and letting us be some of the first to uh, to sample these. Oh, you bet. I know we mentioned it on Friday that you were coming in, and I think every single person on our end of the building said, "How many are they bringing?" <laughs> because we all want to try them too. So, well, thank you. Be great. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thank you. Well, that's going to do it for our latest Dishing in the D podcast. We're chatting Christy, your host, the morning show on the all new ninety eight seven The Breeze. Thanks for listening.